0: 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: From the Rose Barbecue Studios, now featuring CBD-infused seltzer to get happy, legal for 18 and up, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon.
2: Des Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until noon. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs at the bottom of the hour. You know what that music means. It's time for our friend David Kaplan, who joins the fray. He's got the Panthers and Valpo tonight.
0: Cap, Trent Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. It's always nice to be the main course with Mitch Holt the after-dinner mint. Indeed. Now, if they if they
2: don't get to, they don't get the win this weekend, this will be it for Holtis uh, until next
0: season. So, yeah, that's probably going to be his last appearance. Then,
2: yeah, I, I got a feeling Cap's going to be a hell of a game, and then you might be sitting beside him in a, a Valley game because I assume he'll go right back to the Valley once his uh, Chiefs these um, his Chiefs games are done. Right? Responsibilities. Yes, that's a way to put it. Responsibilities. Yep. There you go, uh, Cap. A lot of ground to cover with you. I want to start with Les Grobstein. It's not been a good month for Chicago personalities as far as uh, passing away, and Les Grobstein, who, you know, I've heard a lot of people, um, a lot of people reached out to me in Des Moines just with there. Trent and I spoke about him uh, on the show today. He was the guy that captured the Lee Ely audio, and if not for him, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, being in the manager's office on that eventful day, uh, this, uh, th- this never would have lived, the life that it has lived. Uh, I'm referring to the audio.
0: Yeah, that's a 100% true story. Uh, Les Grobstein was a phenomenal man and he was a savant. Like he was this, you know, his clothes were always rumpled. And, but he would come in and you and I could be having a conversation and say, Do You remember that game when the 85 Bears played the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco? And he would turn around, he'd be like, It was 67 degrees and drizzly <laughs> at kickoff. And I was wearing a blue shirt You'd be like, that's 30 years ago. How do you remember that? He, That was him. Les knew every detail of every of, – he was a savant. But he worked overnight, and he'd be the guy that you see at Wrigley for the 120 game, and then he would head over to whatever event that night and then be on the air from midnight to five. Hmm. It was unbelievable to – the work ethicist man, and I'll tell you one quick story. Remember the referee in the Big Ten named Phil Bova? Uh, the he name. Working, yeah. He was working the game when Bob Knight threw the chair. Okay. And he's done the Final Four Championship. Phil, he's retired now. He's in his 70s. Phil Bova was one of the great officials the game's ever seen. Well, he's on UIC at Loyola. This is Sherelle Ford is playing then, so it's early 90s. I am doing the TV on that game. Less is UIC radio. He's two seats down from me. Ball comes off the back of the rim. Rockets up in the air. Sherelle out of nowhere like a blur. Grabs the left side of the rim with his left hand. With his right hand, he tips, stuffs it back in the basket. It was the most amazing play I've ever seen. And here comes Phil Bova. No basket. Offensive basket interference. And he's right. That's the right call. Les, the voice of UIC, stands up two seats over from me on press row and says, on live Chicago radio, that's bull! And uses the whole term. (laughs) Come on, Phil, that's bull! And here comes Phil Boa. He's looking. Who said that? He sees it's Les. Because I know Phil. He knows I would never do that. And... He said, hey, take your headset off. One more word, and you're ejected from the building. Les says, I am doing the game. I'm on air. He said, I don't care what you're doing. One more word at me, and you're ejected from the stadium. Yes. it's the most bizarre, hilarious thing I had ever seen, and that's how I choose to remember my friend.
3: Oh, that's good stuff. Love that. David Kaplan joining us here from Chicago. Cap, speaking of hoops, the Bulls. Losers now a four straight. Injuries have started to pile up. Lonzo's been out. Zach Levine sat out. couple of knee injuries for both of those guys. Four straight losses. Now the good news is the Nets have their own injury concerns with Durant going down, chasing that number 1 seed. Where are we all right now with the Chicago Bulls team?
0: Well, I mean, you said it. They are banged up beyond belief. Caruso's been out for quite a while. He's you know one of the energy guys, maybe their best defender. And then no Lonzo Ball, no Zach Levine. They've been ravaged by COVID over the last six, seven, eight weeks. So they've had more than their share of issues. And then combined with you played Tuesday against Detroit, and then you beat them. Then the next night you've got to play the Brooklyn Nets, and then get a day off, and then the next night you get Golden State. The next night you get Boston, get a day off, and then go to Memphis. Like That's a grueling schedule if you're healthy, let alone dealing with what they're dealing with right now with all these injuries. So, look, I still think they're a really good basketball team. I think they're a team that can make a run in the East, but you got to get healthy, and they need more size. Did you see the play, Tony Bradley, their backup center, who's, I don't know, 6'11", 7 feet, but he is skinny as the day is long. Tony Bradley goes at it with Steven Adams, and Steven Adams literally picked him up like he was a toddler, <laughs> moved him out of the way, and then took care of whatever he needed to take care of. So, yeah, they, they need size and strength inside.
2: Uh, Cap, let's get to the Bears, and where are they with their search uh, for a uh, head coach, general manager? Uh, what comes first, Cap? What's going on? What's the latest?
0: Yeah, it would. so they have interviewed, I want to say, 11 different general manager candidates that we know of. And then add in, know I may miss one, but they've got Todd Bowles this week. They've got, they had Brian Dable. They have Dan Quinn this week. And there's a whole collection of coaches. So you're trying to juggle all this while not getting beat for who you really want While the Giants are down to two, they already announced that final two for the GM job, and you would think that that GM already has a coach in mind. So I think there's a little bit of urgency now on the Bears' behalf, simply because names are going to start going off the board, and you can't wait. Well, we haven't talked to Ken Miller, even though we really like Trent Condon. Oh, Trent got hired? (laughs) We're not ready to hire. Can he wait? Nope. He just got offered a job. At $5 million a year when you go from O.C. to head coach and you triple your money or more, you're not going to wait for the perfect fit. You're going to take a good job. And if the Bears aren't ready to pounce, they may have some issues.
3: Is there a front-runner right now for the job?
0: Um, Look, if Jim Harbaugh, if they call him, he'll take this job. I know that. (laughs) He will take the job. But they have not had that we know of any substantive conversation with Jim Harbaugh. I do know, according to Hub who was on with me yesterday, Hub said that Jim spoke to someone in the building, but it might have been, I'm quoting Hub, might have been just to say hello, gauge vibes. It did not sound like he talked to George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, or anyone in that search room. So I don't think there's anything going on with Jim Harbaugh. But again, it's been so deathly silent mm-hmm. about Jor about Jim that, that maybe quietly they are maneuvering behind the scenes. Brian Dable's name is the one getting the most love here along with yeah. Brian Flores.
2: Right, uh, Flores. Obviously, although apparently Cap, he's a pain in the you know what. That uh, that might have been one of the reasons behind the firing. And Dable is a brilliant offensive mind. Uh, we'll see. There's going to be some guys with some options. Certainly, a lot of these guys making the rounds. Dan Quinn, etc. Um, so, what do, what do you what do they prefer? Cap, is it an offensive coach, or to, uh, because they just had Nagy and that didn't work out, uh, or does it matter? They just want the right guy, or do they want an offensive minded? coach?
0: It does not matter what the guy coaches. I was told by someone in that building, look, we've tried lovey defense. Okay, let's go get offense, Trustman. Oh, that didn't work. Let's go get defense, John Fox. That didn't work. Let's go get offense to pair with Mitch, Matt Nagy. Well, that didn't work. So now they're to the point, which I've been screaming to you guys for a long time. Just get the best leader of 53 men, please. The best CEO that you can hire And if it's Ken Miller, Ken, can you command that room? Yes, I can. Can you change the culture in our building, not just the culture on our football team, accountability top to bottom throughout the building where we settle for nothing less than first class and wins, winning football games. Did we win or did we lose? If we lost, we failed. doesn't matter how good the effort was. No moral victory. So... That's what I want. I don't care if the guy's an OC, Brian Dable, if he's a DC, Dan Quinn. I was, and I've always told you guys, I want someone who's done it before. But if there isn't the perfect experienced candidate, like if Sean Payton or Mike Tomlin or whoever isn't going to come available, okay, I'll talk to Todd Bowles and Leslie Frazier and Dan Quinn. They've all done it. But I'll talk to Brian Dable and other guys like that who haven't done the job yet but have a good track record as an assistant because as I made calls yesterday, it dawned on me. I'm the idiot that keeps saying we should have someone who's done the job before. Experience, got to have it. Well, if you two guys were hiring a CEO for a football team and the resume in front said they've done the job for 11 years and the franchise has gone up dramatically in value, you'd be like, oh, I want to meet that guy. Oh, his name's George McCaskey. So, does the experience really matter? <laughs> no, it's I guess play. not.
3: Yeah. yeah, not that case. Not <laughs> at all. So, there are four teams right now that are looking for both a coach and a GM. Of course, the Bears, the Vikings, the Raiders, and the Giants.
0: As a whole, well, the Raiders haven't fired their guy yet, though the coach.
2: No, Besacchi's got an interview today. Apparently, right? You get that chance, but yeah. With those
3: four, what are the best organizationally? What would you, how would you rank them one through four? Bears, Vikings, Raiders, Giants. Oof.
0: That's a very good question. Um, I mean, I, I'd like to sit, tell you the Bears because that's my city, my team. I can't tell you that the Bears have not shown the capabilities to get it done. Do they have great facilities at, at Lake Forest? The best, best in the NFL. Spent a hundred million dollars on that building, and it's What, two or three years old? So, yes, they have great facilities. Do they have a charter franchise with a voracious appetite to win? Yes. Mm -hmm. How about the fan base? Yes. How about the media coverage? Do we get a lot of exposure? Yes, Mm -hmm. all of that. The roster leaves a little to be desired. It's better, maybe I think it's better than many in the league think it is. Uh, I would tell you the best job on the planet uh, of that group would probably be the Raiders.
2: Yeah, the the stadium doesn't factor into it, right? I mean, you can't hold Soldier Field against that because U.S. Bank and Allegiant, but I think that's a different conversation. Uh, the facilities, I agree with you. The, the training facilities, and the Vikings but, is great too. Yeah, they they spend yeah. a lot of money in, in in their own right, no doubt. Cap-
0: don't forget the Bears just bought the Arlington Lake- Park property yeah, right. at Arlington Heights. So right. If you're going to be here for 10 years, you're going to be coaching in that building.
2: Yeah, yeah fair point. Cap, that Arlington Park was such a palace, man. That
0: still drives. It was awesome. It really was. I mean,
2: Hollywood Park was, too. And that's uh, where SoFi sits now. Uh, anyways, uh, Cap... Um, Look, they're seemingly starting to – we're starting to hear the baseball voices reemerge, right? The national writers that are starting to put pressure on both sides. I know they had a conversation last week. It didn't go anywhere. As you would expect, the resumption of talks in most cases, that's how it was going to end. What are you hearing, Cap? If anything, uh, the owners – uh, the the writers are starting to, to remind the owners how much pressure it is not to lose any of the regular season coming out of COVID, et cetera. Uh, what are you hearing baseball-wise, Cap?
0: So what I've heard is that, yes, they are absolutely having discussions more than the discussions they let the public know about, but they are dug in, the players. We want free agency after five years. The owners are dug in. You ain't getting it. Six years, because team like the Pirates, they say, hold on a minute, we develop a guy, we draft him, we pay all these millions of dollars to sign this young kid and train him through the minor leagues, and he struggles when he gets there, and he struggles, and then it, he figures it out in his fourth year in the big league at age, whatever, 23. Huh, he's going to be a free agent next year? We're not going to get to reap any of these benefits, so... That's why I think both sides are dug in on this. The players want a higher luxury tax. The owners do not want to raise the luxury tax to some huge number because then you're going to be forced to spend at said number. So there's still a lot of issues that have to get worked through because the players want to try and prevent teams from tanking. What happens on the cap on international signings? Should there be a cap? If the Yankees or the Cubs or the White Sox want to go spend $30 million in international signings, there's no guarantee those 16-year-old kids out of Dominican and Venezuela Mm -hmm. are going to make it. Shouldn't they have the right to do that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It
3: seems like they should. Hard to disagree on that. Full circle, Cappy, to finish up from me, you get to see you and I tonight over at Valpo. Panthers play good basketball, one-four in a row in conference play, five-and-one start to the conference. What you've seen is you've been preparing to see Ben Jacobson's group here tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. First of all, he's one of my favorite coaches in college basketball. Like He's a quality human being, first of all. Mm -hmm. And I just like watching how his teams play. He gives his guards freedom to shoot the ball. They play really solid defense. They pounded Valpo the first time these two teams met. Uh Matt Loddock, I he played in my high school events, the coach at Valpo. I know him very well. Really good guy. I just think he's got his hands full tonight because if you're Northern Iowa, you've been rolling, Valpo's been struggling, and you're coming on the road thinking, we gotta jump them quick. We can do a quick off the hop, let's go. We make a few shots, we can get control of this game and steal one on the road. And you know how hard it is to win in college basketball on the road, so I'm excited to watch because I think from the jump, this thing is going to be a real dogfight. I'm coaching Valpo. Guys, they embarrassed us. This is our building. Our turnaround mm-hmm. starts tonight. We're going to send a message to the league. We're winning tonight. So I'm excited to see the game.
2: Cap, great stuff. We will talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, David Kaplan. Look forward to it, boys. Have a great day. Yep. Stay, see you, buddy. Stay healthy. Yep. Good to talk to you, David. Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa, sponsors Cappy. Uh, see the NBA news that's starting to percolate a little bit? Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, this is from a guy called uh, Craig Smith, KXCN in, in Milwaukee, is reporting that Ben Simmons is going to be traded to Sacramento. Okay. So, what does that matter here in Des Moines? Right. Oh. For Tyrese Halliburton. Wow! For Harrison Barnes, whoa, for Buddy Heald, Tobias Hings, Kings, uh, Tobias Harris rather goes to the Kings as well. That's... so Simmons and Harris to the Kings, Heald, Barnes, and Halliburton. That's a heck of a coup for the Sixers,
3: isn't it? It seems like it to me. I mean, wow! I, I thought they were getting a nickel
2: <laughs> for the dollar that that was. Seven. You get that return. Well, he uh, he got to be careful with these things, right? There's no blue check mark cuz yeah. he's, he's got, you know, he's got Well, uh, you don't have a blue check mark. Well, of course I don't. No nor should I. Um Sure you should. But um We both should. That annoys me. Does it? Yeah. I couldn't care less. I know. Um We'll see if there's something to this or not, but Tyrese Halliburton, who's off to a great start in his career, man. I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know. I will tell you about Centurion Stone of Iowa because you need to hear this, especially uh, if you've got a project that involves natural or or veneer uh, stone product, whether you're going to want something done outside, inside, one of the fireplaces, uh, the exterior of the home, whatever. If you've got a project that requires... Uh, some of that stone veneer, check them out online. Centurion Stone of Iowa, visit the showroom, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. It's right across from the Animal Rescue League. Um, I, that's where the showroom is, Centurion Stone of Iowa. They sponsor Cappy on a weekly basis. Got a little uh, extra note here as we we're talking about the
3: Bears' search for both a GM uh-huh. and a coach. Uh the Bears are scheduling a second interview with the Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberfloss. He is a finalist for the Jacksonville job and now a second interview with the Bears. So
2: defensive coach no problem just get the right guy for you. Right guy bring yeah. in
3: the right quarterback coach offensive coordinator maybe more important for the development of fields as opposed to the head coach.
2: Um so let let's um I was going to save this uh, for, for for I want to make sure we took time to acknowledge these two fine distinguished gentlemen in our market. Uh, Keith Murphy and mm-hmm. Travis Hines. Uh, Keith named the Sports Writer of the Year again. Um, broadcaster of the Year. Broadcaster of the Year. Sports yep. Writer is Hines. Broadcaster yep. of the Year Murphy. Uh, Keith won it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, it did, now, there's a rumor that he and, and his wife Jenny bought a condo uh, in that city. In Charlotte? In Charlotte, because he's yeah. there every year. Well, right,
3: yeah. Might as well. I mean, probably makes more sense. <laughs> Buy property. Right? Get a timeshare
2: at the very least. <laughs> Something good for him. Yeah. yeah. It's just and he deserves it. Yeah, you can't. You He absolutely does. And Travis Hines does too. Travis is a gifted writer. He is. He's done a lot of good Mm -hmm. things
3: and loves basketball. Oh, boy, he's strong at that. And as good of a basketball writer, I think, as we have in our state. Mm -hmm. He does a really good job.
2: So congratulations, Travis Hines, sports writer of the year to Keith Murphy, sports broadcaster of the year, uh, to both of those, uh, good guys in the business. All right. We will take a time out before we do that. We got a keyword. It's keyword time again. What does that mean? Well, go to kxno.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword green. That's keyword green right now at kxno.com your chance to win a thousand dollars the voice of the chiefs mitch holtis on buffalo kansas city next miller and condon on des moines sports station 106 sports
3: do you remember the last walk off homer to win the world series it's been a while but the answer is 1993 do you know when wolf roofing started roofing houses that's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roof-
0: Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem?
3: The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.tv. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.tv. CISN TV, the home for live local.
0: It's obviously a good idea.
1: Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent.
2: Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, about 11.35 here as we work our way up until noon. Off we go to Kansas City. Boy, the curtain will fall on the divisional round, and what a way for the spotlight game, the Bills and the Chiefs. Whoo, baby. I don't want to wish the other three away, Mitch Holtis, by any means, but boy, this one's got some juice, doesn't it? How are you?
1: Yeah, doing very well. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, hair's on fire with this game, but does this feel like a championship game in the divisional round? Uh Not to be disrespectful for the Bengals uh, or the Titans, uh, because they're very worthy as well, but it just because of the way these two teams are playing, you've got two quarterbacks coming into this game that both threw five touchdown passes the week before, (laughs) Uh, and Josh Allen's hot, Mahomes is hot. This has the feeling of a Manning versus Brady when they're in their prime, Uh or Aaron Rodgers Versus a Russ Wilson when everybody's in their prime. That's the feel of this game on Sunday.
2: You know, Mitch, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if we didn't go back real quick because I do want to expand on those young AFC quarterbacks, but an old AFC quarterback uh, probably played his last game, and that's Ben Roethlisberger, who I have to figure, and I'm just guessing, you probably called between playoffs and regular season 15, 18 Steeler, uh, probably 15 Steeler uh, Chiefs games. How will you remember Ben Roethlisberger, Mitch?
1: Well, there's two ways, and I brought up Thoreau in my open to the game because I said on Walden Pond, uh, I think Big Ben looked at the reflection in the pond and saw Mahomes because that's his younger self. Mm -hmm. Uh, The two guys have had parallel uh, universes in their first five years in the league, and then I thought, and this is being myopic to answer your question, but like, what will we be saying about Mahomes 13 seasons from now when he's in his 18th season? Mm -hmm. What I'll remember about Ben was the fact that he was so successful so quickly, and was so good so quickly. Came out of a non-power five school, right, Miami of Ohio, a MAC school, uh, and there was doubts about him, and yet he was just on fire. Now, when he was when he was playing his best, he was accurate, strong, fit their scheme, a great play action passer because they always use the run game to fuel everything else, but. Uh, so much success so early, consistent winner, kept the Steeler tradition going. And that was hard to do. He and Tomlin together kept the winning power before that Chuck Knowles tradition going for another generation. Excuse me, Mitch. There we go.
3: Starts off slowly. Of course, 7 uh, nothing. get the defensive touchdown. You get those negative feelings maybe starting to creep in. And then the onslaught starts. Jerick McKinnon was a big part mm. of it. Everybody getting involved. Kelsey late in the game, he's throwing the ball around. It was a fun one, the way that it capped off and the way that it finished. But how tense was it down 7 nothing as we moved into the second quarter for you?
1: Well, it's the playoffs, and it's tense. And the biggest assets the Steelers took into that game, and I mentioned this to you a week ago, was their pride and their toughness. Mm-hmm. And that's how they were surviving in that game, particularly T.J. Watt. Uh, and throw in Cam Hayward, uh, and that's, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick. they got some good good defenders on that team, but mainly T.J. Watt. He had the deflection and the interception early. Uh, he had the scoop and score for, forced by Cam Hayward. But you had the stance if the Chiefs, if they could just light the fuse again. Now, I know enough about Des Moines football fans that there are a lot of Viking fans in Iowa's capital city. And they're going, wait a minute, that's where Jerick McKinnon is now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Jerek McKinnon can play. He can play. When he's healthy, he can play. But actually it was the fuse was lit by Tyree Kill, who was mad after the scoop and score, Paciferus on the sideline saying, Get me the ball. He had a twenty yarder followed by a thirty yarder, and that set everything up to get this boys. Let's just pull over the pizza let's just the Papa John's delivery van for a second and realize the Chiefs scored twenty eight points in a span of ten-and-a-half-game minutes. That's never happened in the history of the playoffs in the National Football League. I mean, it was an onslaught that has not been seen. It was just so fast uh, that the Steelers had nothing. They didn't know what hit them, actually.
2: Yeah, crazy. I mean, then it got weird, right? Here's Kelsey throwing a touchdown pass and El Gretti, and I loved the celebration. (laughs) The big-man touchdown. Who doesn't like those? Uh, That was quite a moment, Mitch.
1: It was, and people say, well, hey, man, why did Andy Reid use up all the good stuff in this game? Cause he's got to play the Bills this week. Let me just tell everybody who's concerned about that. There's like a thousand more of those <laughs> plays. Uh, but when Andy Reid feels like, and it's, you know, I, I think he did it on, I've seen him do this before because he does it in division games a lot. Not to rub it in or not to, you know, embarrass Mike Tomlin at all. It was to give the team a swag. I think overall, he knew the team, Chiefs team and the offense needed a swag going in to play a real swaggy Bills team, and especially the most underrated part of the Bills team, and that's their defense. Okay, that being said, you're going, well, he used it up. No, he did not. There's a billion more things he's got that he can turn loose in, uh, in this week's game.
3: Buffalo's talented. Allen is playing at a high level. His ability to run the football, how much pressure that's going to put on the Kansas City defense, and and how that seems to evolve here over the last couple of months of the season, him using his legs a lot more.
1: But Trent, you've got to look at it a little further. That, that's that's exactly right. But it's the quarterback designed run. Mm-hmm. Now, middle schools in Des Moines run them. Uh, <laughs> if you're there's K State fans in Des Moines, they won the Big Twelve because Colin Klein was a beast in 2012 she running was. quarterback power plays. We've seen the Ravens run it, but nobody's doing it in the way the Bills are doing it. You've got a phenomenal athlete in in Josh Allen. He's a seven, 240 pounds. He's like an Olympic 400-meter hurdler at the Drake Relays. That's what Josh Allen is. But they have got some tricky plays in where it looks like passes, and in the next split second it turns into a quarterback power play, not a scramble, a quarterback power run well-designed, and the Chiefs' defense has got to be on their toes. It's almost like a screen play where the ball never leaves the quarterback's hands. Very, very creative. Seems and looks simple, but it's complex. But you've got a superb athlete who can throw it and run it. Uh, it is the the biggest issue for the Chiefs' defense is what you just asked.
2: Hmm. You know what else they've got, Mitch, that every time I watch this Buffalo team, look, when you talk about tight ends, Kelsey's at the top of the list, right? In Waller and obviously Kittle and Andrews in Baltimore doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion. But this Dawson Knox is starting to write his own chapter. I think they have something in here uh, in, in Dawson Knox. Yes, Kelsey's the best tight end on the field, but Dawson Knox is a pretty good player.
1: Yeah, and by and he's and a lot of trust in Josh Allen in him from Josh Allen to him, and nine touchdowns for Knox in the regular season that tied Kelsey, uh, that also tied Mark Andrews who had the best statistical year. Remember, Kelsey missed the one game because of COVID, or Kels would have had that again. But yeah, no, Kelsey's on his own planet. Anybody wants to debate me over that, I will. I, I've got a great case, and we'll go to the Iowa Supreme Court <laughs> to argue um, and I'll and I'll win that case. However. Uh, there are other very capable and good and impactful tight ends. And yes, Dawson Knox deserves to be in that discussion with a Kittle of San Francisco or with an Andrews of Baltimore.
3: Ryan Poles, a front office executive for the Chiefs. He's been interviewed, one of the front runners for the Giants job. How impactful is that? During a playoff stretch, we know about coaches and, and how involved it can be going through these interviews. But for the front office, does it impact the team in any significant way?
1: No, that's more impactful in 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. If that would happen and you lose Ryan Pohl mm-hmm. in late February, early March, that's because of your draft preparation. It, you've touched on something that's one of the more underrated facets of this Chiefs' success over nine years under Andy mm-hmm. Reid is the continuity, but also continuity in the player personnel department. They've kept the band together now. it's, it's This is the same group primarily for nine years, and we've seen that especially in the way that they find college free agents and turn them into NFL really good players or stars. Polls will be a great hire for somebody, and and it could be a package deal. If the Vikings tell Eric bien you're the guy, who do you want as your GM? That's what's winning, guys. It's Mm. not the GM that's the Wizard of Oz saying, here's who I'm going to hire. It's the head coach who has this thing, this is the guy I work with shoulder to shoulder. It's what happened here. It It was huge what happened here in that regard. So if Poles and Biennemi go as a team to the Vikings, look out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hearing Biennemi's going gonna, gonna, to – Denver's uh, interviewing him on Friday, Mitch. What about a coordinator like that late in the week? Much distraction there?
1: Yeah, that's more of one. That's more of one. So that's different than a front office guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So
1: very much so. Because anything that pulls your uh, – every fiber of your body and every brainwave thinking about this game – which as we all know is laid out to be epic, it just becomes a, a mini distraction at the very least. Now, EB can handle it. EB's a strong-minded cat, but it's human nature. If I'm spending two hours interviewing or three hours interviewing with George Patton of the Broncos, then that's just three hours I'm not either thinking, preparing, or resting for the Bills. But I'm not, I mean, it's not going to throw it off the track, but you ask, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's more of an issue than Orion Ryan Poles.
3: Interesting. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Andy Reid earlier this week, he was talking about the Super Bowl and equating it to eating a second piece Stop of chocolate that. cake. Chocolate cake's good. It's no Papa John's pizza. Oh, well done.
1: No. Well no. done. No, and, and these Sunday night games are huge for them. They, um, And again, if think ahead, uh, because this, there's going to be so many eyeballs on this game and mm-hmm. ears on this game. That it will feel like an AFC Championship game or a a pseudo Super Bowl. And you're right, Trent and Ken. uh, Des Moines loves to enjoy their football, whether it's college or the NFL, with a Papa John's pizza. So check them out. They got the baconator roll and they still got those specials, but work ahead. Make sure you're ready to go and have that pizza in your hand by the time the kickoff happens on uh, late Sunday afternoon.
2: And the New York style pizza as well that they've just introduced. Oh, how about that? So good. Indeed so it good. is,
1: it's Mitch. So good. And uh, I got to mention the Bills of the KXNO All Stars. You got Matt Hawk, right? Yeah, Dowling Maroon. He's punting for him. Spencer Brown, Lennox Iowa Eight Man, the right tackle, and Goodwin out there. Iowa State. Butker's out there, right? He's been hurt right now. Epinesa. Uh, from Iowa, this is the Bills are the KXNO All-Stars. Indeed. Did you say A.J. Klein? I did mention him. Yep. of just in passing real quick. G- Micah, yes, Hyde. Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. Micah yeah. yeah. out. What
2: an interception. Yeah. My God, that was unbelievable.
1: Mitch, uh, uh, Mitch,
2: thank you. It's going to be epic. Can't wait. Thank you, Mitch Holtis. See you, boys. See you. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Trent. this uh, He's right. This is, feels like the championship. The Iowa Bills. Yeah. A lot of rooting interest for them, yeah.
3: and there's that Buffalo contingent. Mm-hmm. I know they still get together. Sipker's part of it. Do they, they do,
2: uh, uh, the cake, cake stand? stand yeah. Right, yeah.
3: Still do their get-togethers over uh-huh. there. Don't know if they throw people through tables or anything, but oh. I've heard it's a rowdy group. Spencer Brown is a hell of a player, yes, he is. and
2: he's a nasty. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Their right guard. Um, yeah, that's a great point. All the Hawks and the Clones and the uh, uh, Iowa Iowa Bills. Pretty cool. Yes. Give me a fun game. Whoever wins the uh, on the undercard, right. <laughs> the lid lifter, Titans-Bengals. What do you think? Do, do, do either of them have a... I mean, whoever wins this game will be favored, yes, right? Yes, yes. Even at if, Tennessee. Even at It would be if Tennessee wins. Mm-hmm. And probably under a field goal, well,
3: two and a half, three mm-hmm. for both teams, either Kansas City mm-hmm. or Buffalo. Do they have a chance? Yeah, they got a chance. I want to see Derrick Henry too.
2: What's he look like coming back? Yeah, he's gonna be. uh, He practiced in pads yesterday, and um, Vrabel said maybe no more today. I still think he's iffy. I do. Got to feel that way. Uh, We'll take a timeout. Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors it. Hope you weren't listening yesterday. It was a rough one. It was a rough one. But you know what? Today's another day. Well, they're going to sing the national anthem somewhere. And Trent will be all over it. That's next. Circus Sports sponsors. It's Miller & Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. That's right.
3: The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best fresh, never frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, Garlic parmesan, and so much more, along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbindale,
1: Sports Station, KXNO.
3: We're getting closer and closer to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they're celebrating with a huge odds boost. For new customers, counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet
2: $5, get 280 in free bets all they have to do is win. Not a new customer, but one of DraftKings' many existing customers? Well, you can also get in on all of the action of the divisional round with those same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right
3: now and use the promo code when you do. KXNO, get 56-1 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet 5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, promo code KXNO for 56-1 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? The other See the other for Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work, so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property, so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average, so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee their professional landlords manage your property 24 7 so you don't have to collect the rent you don't have to maintenance inspections and tax paperwork you don't have to there's no upfront fees no binding contracts and you can cancel at any time find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com that's renterswarehouse.com renters warehouse des moines you can't buy happy call 1-800-BETS-OFF
1: Trent's pick of the day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him.
2: All right, final couple of minutes here on a Wednesday. Murph and Andy at 1, the Fanatics at 3. Hawk Central tonight probably a no-go with Iwood and Rutgers getting set to collide. I was slight favorite in that basketball game. They got some dudes. Harper, that the big kid in the middle, Omar. I'm butchering his name. Omar Yuri, um, sophomore, six eleven kid. He's long as I mean, just unbelievable. He's one of the bigs. Watch this kid. I think you can buy stock in his career. Of course, Geo Baker Mulcahy been there forever. Um, is that one of your circle plays of the day? It is. I'm grabbing the points. Give me Rutgers in the three
3: and a half. Different team playing inside their own building. Iowa, that toughness, is it going to show up again here tonight? We will see. Going to grab the points and grab Rutgers. Going to lay some points. Give me Florida tonight, laying five and a half at home against Mississippi State. Really inconsistent year out of the Gators, and White might be coaching for his job. A lot Mm. of rumblings down there. Think they got a big effort in front of them. My final play, speaking of the SEC, a big number Georgia getting 22.5 at Auburn. Auburn's playing well. But
2: George is getting 22 and a half. Seems like a ton. Holy mackerel. Jumping What's aboard. Uh, yeah, that does seem like a lot of points, no doubt. Well, it is a lot of points. It is. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you to all of you who uh, uh, listen to any part of the program. You can always catch the podcast if you're so inclined. Cappy was terrific. Mitch Holtis, Likewise, and Shelby Master Bracketologist. We're Miller & Condon, weekdays 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.